Burner Phone is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. But I give off that vibe. I get off the, like, I'm not going to fuck you vibe. Like, I'm sorry, but in our friend group, like, there's not one guy in that group that I would touch with a 10-foot pole. I've made out with a couple of the gays. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when Jeff comes for a kiss, I'm like... I'm going to vomit in I your think mouth. Reed gave me strep throat. <laughs> We're laughing, but Reed it's... Reed is the best kiss you've ever had. Reed is the best kiss <laughs> I've ever had. Shout out to Reed. Was it worth the strep? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Burning I'm your host, Hannah Burner, and Welcome. To, you know where we are. We're in hell. And today, you thought that was funny, didn't you? I'm trying Hilarious. to make you laugh. I'm with a very important girl in my life, Alexandra Stout, also known as Lexi Stout. My mom is the only one who calls me Alexandra. So that's freaky. Um, I am pretty much a mother figure in your life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I think a lot of people would beg to differ, but... But you, speaking of moms, you're pretty much like the mom of our friend group. So if anyone doesn't know who Lexi is, she's actually one of my good, 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 good friends. <laughs> she did um, semi-star on Summer House last season. <laughs> she was in the scene where you asked, you got Danielle to make out with that douchey guy and it made Jordan jealous, which was kind of huge, integral to the storyline. It was. What it was. was. What do we play? Uh, rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors, which is my a- drunk mind really takes me to the place of producing a fantastic scene. Fantastic. Maybe maybe that's what I should be doing. <laughs> I mean, but you are the mom, the friend group where you can get anyone to do anything, and you're the only reason anything happens. Like if you don't plan it, it's not gonna it never happen. happens. So I want to thank you for that. But it's funny because we partied really hard this summer. And we got this amazing friend group, like more than just a summer house cast. And we like hung out into the fall. And then I think we all kind of like needed to detox from each other. 100%. Like, definitely. Do you agree with me? Yeah. I mean, fall and winter Stay always. Depression mode. Dep- 100% depression Like one mode. long depression now. <laughs> I feel like I just woke up. <laughs> Every day, all day during the winter, I feel like I just woke up from a nap. Every second of the day. I mean, I took like a 44-hour nap this weekend, so so you're, I'm back. You're one of my favorite people for another reason. We made plans, <laughs> fully both knowing we were going to not do them. I really knew, like Saturday morning. <laughs> I knew I was going to be like, you know, Hannah, I'm not going to make it out tonight. And I kind of knew you would, and I was just waiting for that text, and you were like, hey, my throat hurts. And it was, we both were so happy. <laughs> like, you probably didn't feel bad for a second because you knew that I was but like, honey. I did feel bad because we had it like a calendar invite. I felt bad because I actually, we did do a calendar invite, which was a joke on our part. But it still seems more real when and you get you the notification, <laughs> you're like, fuck, am I actually going to go? 
or not. And you had the nerve to cancel the calendar invite after we canceled. Well, channel. because if it's in my schedule, then I'm going to think I actually did it. And you don't in wanna, the future. You don't want to feel productive. If I'm like, when was the last time I hung out with Hannah? I just type it in my schedule and oh. then it'll be like, oh, we hung out that day, but we actually didn't. So, so you'll be like, it. I don't need to hang out with this friend because I've seen them in the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> like four months, but yeah. <laughs> but I actually, I love spending time with you. You know that. But it's really orgasmic. It was going to rain. To mutually cancel. It was raining. I mean. It was the weekend. It was cold. Yeah. My throat still does hurt. Yeah. So I wasn't lying fully. Yeah. But like. It's half. more like it was nice that we both agreed to do it. And then I was like, I'm proud of us regardless. And now you live in Queens. So it's like, where's the happy medium? Oh it's gosh. nowhere close. Oh I my mean. gosh. Well. Speaking of me being in Queens, now it's like a long distance relationship between all my friends. But now I get to see who really fucking cares about me um, or who I actually care about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but now I'll go into the city and I'll like get all my city stuff done. But then once I leave, there's no coming back. That's what I mean. So if you have an appointment at four o'clock, but you have a dinner at nine, like do you go home in between that or do you like go hang out at Starbucks for two hours? It's hard. I think I'm going to go home in between because I have I have a child, Butter and I like to see her. You have a child as well. I do. Charlie. Charlie. Actually, I want to talk about your experience with Charlie because, you know, sometimes when you have a, a child, you don't immediately love them. I did I not. I think people don't talk about that enough. I did not like her. <laughs> For the first literal two years of her life, she was just an inconvenience to me. And I'm not going to lie. I did not need to get her when I got her. I. Why'd you do it? I don't know. I think I felt lonely one day and I literally went on Craigslist and typed in puppy Uh and there were like four ads and this one was the easiest, most convenient one to go. So it was purely impulsive. Oh, impulsive. I picked her name beforehand, Charlie, Mm -hmm. female. She is a little bit uh, gender neutral. She's gender neutral. I went and I picked her out of a box. I was like, this one's great. Gonna go. Took her home. I love it because when I met her, I was like, this puppy is so adorable. She like, you cannot not love this puppy. And the first thing she said to me was, yeah, I didn't love her for the first two years. And I was like, well, they're annoying. It's like they bark at you when they want something. They like, did you like grow up with kid. dogs? Yeah, but my parents took care of them. I know. Had golden retrievers, it's truly so it's a like... child. It's like I have a cat and I like to act like I'm this mother. All I have to do in the morning is <laughs> open up a can of food and s- clean her litter. I mean, I raised her as a days. cat. You realize that, <laughs> yeah. right? She's pee pad trained. I take her out like three times a week. Um, it's it's actually great, but I do feel bad that she doesn't have like a huge yard. To did run you ever in. think of giving her away? Like, did you feel bad as a mother that you didn't love your child? Only on day three, <laughs> <laughs> because I tried to crate train her, but then she cried all night. I was sleep deprived, and I was like, I want to give this dog back, but I have no one to give it to. Mm-hmm. But then you just kind of grow to love your child. So you're saying if you have an, a really annoying child that comes out of your vagina, or if they're like ugly or something, at first oh, if they're <laughs> ugly, it's going back. <laughs> I was actually a really ugly baby, and my dad likes I was to remind cute me. As hell. I bet you were. Oh my god! Speaking of you being cute, you're also like stunningly beautiful. Like your face and Stop. it's like kind of annoying. Like even when you're hungover and shit, you still look good. Um, I get jealous of people who are like that because when I'm hungover, the whole world knows I'm hungover. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Um, so you were a plus size model. I was. But I wanted to have you on because I feel like you have a very unique perspective on plus size modeling. We're at a time right now where, you know, we're we're for body positivity. Yeah. Um, but there's, it's more complex than that, and I think that you more than anyone understand that. Um, tell me what it was like deciding to be a plus size model. Like, how'd you get into it? Um. 
it was kind of also I, I do things that spur of the moment decisions um <laughs> <laughs> my friend chris is a brilliant photographer he's amazing um and he was testing out a new camera and i was like well i'm like kind of cute so let's like take pics <laughs> <laughs> so i went over to his house and we did like an outdoor shoot and the pictures came back like actually really great mm-hmm. and i personally i've always had like i look in the mirror and i'm like oh i look like shit today or this is this but what he took i don't know how I was feeling that day, but I was clearly killing it in mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. So I looked at them and I was like, I'm just going to send these into like five or six agencies and just like see what happens. You know, I didn't hear back for like a week. And you were in New York City at that time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear back for like a week. And I was like, all right, this was just like a dream that never caught on. Mm-hmm. And then I heard back from MSA Models, which is now state. They're big time. They are? I feel like MSA was. Well, they MSA, Yeah. Were you you were with MSA? No, no. So I did. People know this about oh, me. Oh yeah, you but did. I, I don't tell anyone about Google this. Hannah Burner modeling, and you're <laughs> gonna get so many great things. So I was not a model. I never wanted to be a model. No offense. I never considered myself like pretty. Shut up. No, I never considered myself pretty. I considered myself just like me. Like that's how I look. I didn't yeah. look at myself in the mirror ever. Yeah. I, I knew that like I wasn't disgusting to people, but I wasn't like turning <laughs> heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was more like people would be like, oh, that's the tennis player. Oh, thank God I got to say tennis. I've oh been my holding God, I was that waiting. in for so long. I was like, long. are we going to talk about oh tennis? Oh God, I was holding it in for so long. <laughs> okay. No, no, I can last another like five minutes without talking about it. But um, I, I was into like design and fashion when I first got out of college and I was doing marketing. It was super boring. And they were, but they were designing a blazer and there's something called a fit model. So a fit model, as you know, in the fashion industry is basically a live mannequin. So once they have the sizing right, they need to put it on a model to see how it fits. So you're not being photographed by any sense of the word. You could literally have a cardboard box in your head. They wouldn't care. But you have to have the right ratio of like shoulders to bust to waist to hip. So apparently I have a proportional body. My torso is slightly long and my shoulders are a little narrow, but that's just between me and the listeners. You know, don't go telling people that. <laughs> but nobody's perfect. That's the thing. Nobody's and, perfect. Like an 18 here and an 18 there. Like I'm 10 people are my size, but mm-hmm. we all look completely different. A hundred percent. So I like did a couple gigs because they can pay you like $200 for just one hour of standing. Insane. Like it's you can make way more money as a fit model than like a an actual, fashion, an actual model. fashion model. Yeah. Um, okay, so you hear back from MSA. So you'd be in the plus size division? So I went in for fit, actually, as well. Oh, for fit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I went in for fit, and I did not know what fit was when I first like started out. I was mm-hmm. like, no idea. Um, and when I walked in, I sat on the couch, and I was literally shaking. I was like, what the fuck do I think I'm doing here? Like, <laughs> I'm at like one of the top agencies in New York. Like, what? <laughs> so then I walk in. And my agent, my now former agent walks out and she's like, no, yeah, you're going to be perfect for this. And I like literally, I immediately got like shit pains. I was like, I'm going to die. Like I, (laughs) my mouth dropped. It's like, be careful what you wish for when they're like, oh yeah, we'll do this. And then you're like, really? I'm like, what? So then we went in, we did all the measurements and then I was signed that night. To be a fit model. To be a fit model. For plus size clothing? Yes. What size? um, I was signed as a 16. Yeah. I'm about an 18 now, mm-hmm. but um, I worked with like JCPenney, Macy's, Lee Jeans, um, and a bunch of other like small boutique 
stuff. That's amazing. But it's sick money. Like you literally are behind sick. the scenes. You're not getting your makeup done all the time. You're but not... you have the face for in front of the camera. So what, so did I that... did a lot of that stuff too, but I was never officially signed to print. There was an okay. issue because I don't have boobs. Now, what? I was told, yeah. So fit modeling, there was an, always an, an issue because I don't have any boobs. But they could put a little. I can, you know, boost myself up. Mm -hmm. But for images like lingerie and stuff like that, there's no hiding it. That so they're like, flat if you're plus size, they don't care if you're shapely everywhere else. They want big boobs. I think for a lot of plus size women, yeah. I mean, how often do you see a plus size model out there with no boobs? But how often is there a plus size woman without boobs in the world? A lot. I know, so but they're, they're like, not picking them as their model. I guess it's funny because they're like, we want to be body, body positive. But then it's like, but if you're going to be big, you got to be big in all the right places. Right. But if I had big boobs, I would appear much bigger. So if I'm you had very big, happy I to not have big boobs. Well, a lot of people get boob jobs and then they gain like five pounds and then they look like they're 20 pounds heavier. Exactly. So that's, that's why I, I'd be scared to get a boob job. I, I have no desire. I mean, I thought about doing it for modeling. And I, I love like, your boobs. You show them to me all the time. <laughs> They're awful. <laughs> They're just tiny. I want you guys. They're the, the smallest part of my body. D you're like, <laughs> they were adorable. DM me. Is there anyone else like in a big friend group? I feel like our friend group, there's the girls love showing their boobs. There's nudity. Oh, and the guys like showing their dicks. I mean, the gays at least. So we have the weirdest <laughs> friend group. I'm so happy to tell people this. Because our friend group is like a bunch of girls and a bunch of really crazy gay guys. And the gay guys love the girls. And then there's a bunch of straight guys <laughs> who obviously love it's attention like three, from the three girls. And three. Yeah, like it's like together. perfect, but it's like perfect ratio. So the straight guys think the gays are hilarious. The gay guys love the straight guys. And the straight guys love that the girls love the gay guys because then the straights get to talk to the, the girls. <laughs> the straights. And, <laughs> but we all hang out. And I think like we all kind of appreciate each other's different humor and different lifestyles i mean every now and then we get an occasional very inappropriate photo from the gays um but um, i think like it, every day every I day <laughs> <laughs> i mean but, you never know but anyway you've had an interesting opinion on the plus size model industry let's get into it because i think there's more complexities than what people make it seem i mean i love the plus size industry i think it's literally changing the world right mm -hmm. now because little girls aren't freaking out to have you know a bigger leg than the girl next to her mm -hmm. or um, I actually sat down with someone this week and they have a child that goes to school on the Upper East Side and this was so sad to me because they are bigger but not big mm -hmm. but like there's like a ballerina who's in her class who's like my leg is the size of your arm <laughs> of a or pencil. something like that <laughs> and I was like I can't believe kids are literally still saying that which makes me so pissed. Yeah. But aside from the upper That kid's going to be fucked up forever because she's never going to be that no, thin again. No, exactly. And like, <laughs> when was I like, was in second grade, I was so thin. But you remember those things. Like, I remember yeah. I was always the bigger kid in school. Like, I was always the duff, the designated ugly fat friend. I'm not saying I'm ugly, but I was the designated fat friend. Yeah, you were like the hot. Always. The hot but one. I remember every time someone ever called me fat like the word fat sticks in your brain mm -hmm. you will not forget it you will not forget where it came from mm -hmm. ever it's a it's a stinging word it is and it's a word that people throw around a lot like everyone also has the skinny friends that love to call themselves fat right but like if someone calls me thick like i'm with it like mm -hmm. call me thick all you want and i'm like hell yeah i'm thick as hell like let's go mm -hmm. but going back to the plus size industry, I yeah. think it is making strides, but I do think that there are things that are being shown that are 
a little unhealthy. Like, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, it's, I don't. I mean, modeling's always showed unhealthy things. Do you remember the 90s? Like, they called it, like, cocaine heroin chic. Oh, yeah. Like, you had to have, like, dark circles under your eyes and, like, like Kate Moss, basically. And you had to look oh, like God. you just, like, had a needle fall out of your arm. <laughs> and you're like, I'm ready to model. <laughs> and it was, like, cool. Um, I do think that it's very, exposure is very important. We, you see more girls playing sports. You see more more women in the news as CEOs. Right. And you see more different body types. But I also do think that glorifying someone who's really, really skinny or, like, really obese is not necessarily healthy. Is that what you think? That's what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Everyone has their own opinions about yeah. this stuff. And I yeah. think that everyone can be whoever they want to be. But these magazines choosing to put, you know, the really, really skinny person on is going to make these girls think that they have to be that thin Mm -hmm. or these plus size girls are allowed to be as huge as they want to be which they can do whatever the fuck they want i don't care i wonder if some of them feel pressure to stay big i don't know that's a good question i always felt like like ashley graham do you like if she were to lose weight well she has she has she has lost a lot of weight Mm -hmm. but i think her like her response to this is always i never told myself i was a plus size model i always said i was curved Mm-hmm. So as long as she's got some curve, she's in her realm, mm-hmm. which she's killing it. Yeah. She's a badass. Um, yeah. But my agent always told me, because I used to fluctuate between like a 16 to an 18 to a 20 forever. Mm-hmm. I always have my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this an issue? And she's like, Lexi, I don't care where you go. If you're in that three number range, just stay there. And I was like, it's impossible for me to stay there. I can't stay there. But Why? that's an issue. Because I eat when I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you are in touch with the honesty of like why you eat. So when you see other girls like glorifying something that has caused you pain that you haven't been able to overcome, like hits you. Oh, we're really going in, huh? We're going in. We're going in. <laughs> All right, we're going in. Before the interview, I was like, we're gonna go there, and she's like, yeah, I'm down, whatever, I'll, whatever. And I was like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna go, go there, because I mean, I'm an emotional eater. Yeah, but you have a metabolism that. Your I body. I have I have a metabolism from tennis, but I'm the kind of person that like yeah I see f- I see food and I get to the point where I'm like I need to eat everything off my plate. I've seen you do that. <laughs> so she's <laughs> inhale. <not lying>. <laughs> inhale. <laughs> she's done before everyone but else. <laughs> I've had I've suffered from I feel like every girl has suffered from disordered eating. I when I was at my tennis academy I was feeling very out of control when I was 14 alone in Florida. And I had a lot of pressure to win matches. My parents were paying for me to be there and constantly reminding me, like, this you, is why you're here. This is why you're here. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run every morning. And then I like gave myself a really firm like eating schedule. I was eating like a full bowl oatmeal and like pasta and like I was eating a lot. <laughs> but I was like, even if I was still hungry, I would stop because I wanted to be organized. And I remember just I was so anxious about performing and winning that I just wanted to focus on food so I didn't have to focus on, like, all the pressure of sports. Why is food such a – I just wish it wasn't such a big part of it's my so everyday. It's so weird. Like, you know how you just naturally poop? Like, you're like, <laughs> oh, it's time to poop. Let's poop. And yeah. then you're done. Like, that's how I wish it was with eating because it's, it's just – My grandma used to always be like, oh, I forgot to eat lunch. And I was like – that's adorable. I wish I could forget to eat I lunch. fucking hate those people. Like, your grandma can go fuck herself. Like, R.I.P. Love you. R.I.P. Grandma, you probably were adorable. I remember when I was at my most, like, I was, I would say anorexic during, like, a six-month period where 
it was mostly just me obsessing about when was the next time I'm going to eat, when I eat, try to enjoy as much as I can, then when it's done, be upset, and then continue thinking about eating. Yeah. Which is, I'm, like, I was anorexic, but I'm pretty sure it's very similar with binge eating. Yeah, it is. I mean, for me, it's not even, like, I can go all day without eating, like, completely all day. I mean, I could literally not eat till 6 p.m. tonight. But then when you get home and you're, like, in this dark place and you're, like, fuck, my day went like shit. What can I do to make me feel better? Then you mm-hmm. eat all this food. And mm-hmm. then after you're done eating it, you're like, oh, I feel like shit. Why did I do that? So yeah. it's a reoccurring thing that just like continues to happen. I get like really hungry during the day though. How do you not eat during the day? I chug coffee and water and I'm yeah. constantly working. And yeah. also like I have a new Vyvanse prescription. So it's nice. like helping me like. When was the first time you started binge eating? Do you remember? No, I didn't even call it binge eating until literally the beginning of this year. Like, it didn't even take into accountability that I probably had an eating disorder until this year. Wow. So before, were you just like, I have a bad metabolism? No, I would just be like, I eat like shit. But I always ate like shit at night, which is like the worst time. Like, if I'm going to order Chinese, I should just do it at 9 a.m. Well, (laughs) (laughs) like a good wonton at 10 a.m. I mean, they're great. They are. But nighttime is when... Yeah, you're alone with your thoughts. Exactly. And, and the like, day's oh, it's done. it's 10 p.m. What can I do right now besides go to bed? Eat. <laughs> and then, so but bad. you know you're going to feel bad after. Oh, I feel like shit. So, and I have to like hide it. Like that's when you know it's an actual issue mm-hmm. because you hide it because I'm like, oh, my roommates are sleeping. They're not going to know I ate this shit. And the only person who's going to know is my dog. And you're ashamed. Oh, yeah. And it's that's awful. why you didn't love Charlie because Charlie knew about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine. You're Charlie like, knows all my secrets. I fucking hate her. <laughs> Charlie, why are you looking at me like that? Don't look at me like that. Don't you dare bark. Oh my God, when she barks when the delivery guy comes. Oh my God, the worst. <laughs> I'm like, shit. But so you're obviously in a pattern. Um, yeah. Because there is a temporary moment of bliss when the chicken and broccoli is going down your throat <laughs> it's usually um it's usually like chicken fried rice i think okay this yeah my, like oh it's so good or curry so good yeah yeah <laughs> i'm but yeah there is like you get it you eat it and then it's done so like what the fuck does that do for me yeah literally nothing except make you feel a little regret and then anything you keep a secret becomes bigger and you put energy to it, and then it like becomes a thing. Exactly. Oh my god, there's so much to get into. <laughs> well, it's because I, with my, I was always jealous. Like my brother ate very intuitively, as in like there could be the best birthday cake ever, and if we had like a big dinner, he'd be like, "I'm too full to eat it." I'm like, "But it's a birthday cake. You'll fu- <laughs> like girls have a second stomach like, for dessert. Like have a bite." I guess I always saw food as. Um, energy for me to like perform so that's why i would like inhale it and be like i need enough energy um which is my own issues but after so i was anorexic i did have eating issues and i went back to i changed my environment i felt more in control when i was back with my family not in florida i saw a therapist for a bit and i think it was just an it was an ocd thought about food that I was like stuck in because I didn't want to deal with other shit. Right. And then I remember like slowly over time, just like depression, suddenly it's not like at the forefront of your brain. And I just told myself like I'm never going to restrict myself again. And when you feel like you're not restricting, I think it's like my mom always had chocolate um, when you walk into my apartment. Oh my God, yum. She oh my God, she does. She always has a bowl of chocolate. Always. 
And because I've always had a bowl of chocolate, I never like put the chocolate on the pedestal. So I'd have friends. Who, oh, I took like three of them when I was I in know. your parents' apartment. <laughs> I have friends whose parents would never let them have chocolate growing up or candy. And they'd walk in and they'd literally like hoard all the chocolate and eat as much. And because I always just had it there and it wasn't like a thing I put on a pedestal, I never really binged. Really thought about it. I never it, yeah. thought about it. So it's kind of like once you let yourself be like food is not this scary thing or that can bring so much pain or bring so much joy and it's just there then you start worrying about other shit <laughs> exactly but honestly since this year i have like it's changed my life a lot like it's i've really like looked at it as a project and as myself as a project and i'm like this year this is over like i'm actually identifying the issue it's been happening for years and i didn't even know it mm-hmm. i didn't even know this was a thing that could happen and i'm gonna like stop eating Chinese food it's not even good and then I like shit my pants yeah okay I have to ask like kind of um intense question but did you ever want to puke after no why I don't know I think I I probably have before but not purposely intentionally yeah <laughs> you're like I just ate I mean <laughs> or I drank <laughs> I mean I think as a kid I thought about it a lot because I was just depressed that I was like the bigger friend in my like skinny bitch friend yeah group. so you think but, like, you were just born more curvy no i was i was a small child mm-hmm. a very small child until i always say it was probably when my parents got divorced that i started to like lean on other things yep. for help yeah so like i was probably 10 to 12 when i started to like notice that i was gonna be the bigger kid in the friend group <laughs> i was like this is my role i am gonna be the funny fat friend and here i am today and you were okay with that for a long time. I don't wouldn't say okay with it, but mm-hmm. I just like accepted it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, I'm the fun friend. Like you I, are. I, I always bring everyone that <laughs> loves Lexi. But it's funny because every now and then we'd get in like some weird deep chat, and you'd be like, "I don't like talking about this," and you know, I love talking about this I know, stuff. I know. And I've been like wanting to get you on the podcast because I wanted to dig a little deeper. If you would have had me on the podcast a month ago, I would have literally not been able to talk about this. Well, I all. asked. I didn't tell you to come on. I asked you, and I think you knew what asking meant. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was with my friend and you, and I made it like. We were at the bar and I was like, I want to like think of a fun like workout routine for you. And afterwards, my friend pulled me aside and he was like, don't say that in front of her. Like, that's going to make her feel bad. And I was like, no, Lexi and I have understanding. Like, yeah, no, you also can't. I'm at the point with my friends where I'm all about honesty. Like, I'm not going to pretend that things aren't annoying you just to make like other people comfortable. And also, I'd rather be a little uncomfortable to help someone i mean it's to the point where like you have to be comfortable with yourself and like if people are going to make comments like that like you did i i don't even remember this so it obviously did not put a death in my life because we had been talking (laughs) about it before and he didn't know he thought i randomly was like let's work out problem where like people (laughs) think like if you make a comment like that then they take it way more seriously than it actually is so yeah. they're looking at me like you're saying it as an insult where like, no, I'm very, very well aware that I need to be on a workout plan. Like mm-hmm. Kanye's workout plan, I'm in. But like <laughs> the fact that whoever that human was, I don't even know when this was or who yeah. it was, but yeah. said that it's like he feels awkward then around me too. Yeah. And you can tell when there's certain people who don't like fat people, believe it or not, um, you can tell. I can tell a person doesn't like me the minute they meet me. 
the way that they look at me, the way that they act towards me. And most of the time it's men. There are some women, but men are fucking awful. You told me like at bars, like a guy will just bump into you and not say anything. Oh yeah, all the time. Like they treat you like you're not there. Like I'm not there or like if I'm meeting a group of like my friends, guy friends, mm-hmm. it's like they'll say hi, but then they have like no desire. They will treat to... you like you're invisible. Exactly. No desire to be my friend, nothing. But then the minute they meet me, they're like, oh, fuck. What or the they fuck? see how your friends interact with you. Exactly. Wow. It's wow, insane. Wow, wow. It's a whole different like it's like if I was walking around with two heads. I'm not kidding. It's like very noticeable when somebody like looks at you like yesterday i went to see wicked mm-hmm. for jessica Voss' last show she's a fucking boss mm-hmm. and i sat down next to this like older woman and she just looked at me like oh god this fat bitch is sitting next to me and like i feel that like mm-hmm. i know that's what she was thinking mm-hmm. you should have like, sat on her <laughs> <laughs> but like at the end of the day i'm not gonna change overnight yeah i'm gonna make changes in my life like from here on out but mm-hmm. like I've been dealing with that my whole life. This is kind of an exciting moment. I am beginning again. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I've always, you have this, like, really bright light in you, but you've had, like, a very huge wall. I remember once we got Mexican, which is our favorite thing to get. I also am a huge eater, so, like, <laughs> I'm, like, a bad influence on anyone who's trying to eat light. But um, I remember sitting with you and, like, you definitely had walls up where I was, like, trying to poke at. That was when we became, like, real friends. Yeah. Like, when we, like, first went to dinner alone, like, just you and I. Yeah, and I think that, because we always got a well in the friend group, because me and you were, like, the loud, funny ones who could poke fun <laughs> at each other and, like, not get upset. But it, when we were sitting there, I remember you were kind of deflecting, but I think you got from it that I cared. Yeah. And I was like, there's so much more to her that I haven't been able to. I know, to. you were digging I was dinner. like, I need to understand her. <laughs> but now I use this podcast it, as an excuse to um, make my friends open up about shit. <laughs> I mean, it's working. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> so I also want to delve a little deeper about your relationships. But how has, like, your confidence in yourself and your, like, eating habits affected your relationship with men? Because also... You are a very confident person, it's like just outwardly. <laughs> On the outside. Like when you walk into a room, you can like you light it up. Oh my god, that's the nicest and thing anyone's ever said. I've been in two relationships that were identical to each other. Shut up. Which is so weird. Weird, but also says a lot about who I am. Well, you have patterns. You love a pattern and I a ritual. Love a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> so each male was. Wait, did you hate them for the first two years and then you no. love them? <laughs> <laughs> no, Charles full, is fully committed to me now. My yeah. dog is is killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but they were non-committal. They were older. Mm-hmm. They hung out with me when they wanted to, and I was okay with it. I was like, this guy likes me, he, but only when he wants to like me. Because you thought that's what you deserved or what you were worth. Exactly. Exactly. I but I also have a lot of like male issues. Like my dad was awful. Like my brother's not my best friend. So part of me, like I don't really need a man in my life, which like you've learned how to survive without men. Exactly. Burner phone is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast with Progressive? It is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. 
Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Like my whole life I've been without men. then your dad passed away. Yeah. Which is like, who knows, like knock on wood, my parents are still alive, but I can't even comprehend what that's like. Um, But it's even more complex pain when... Your relationship. It's weird. It's weird yeah. because our relationship wasn't great, but it's weird when the weirdest part really about it is when someone says like, so what are your parents like? And I'm like, uh. and I remember when it first happened after my dad died a couple years ago and I was like, how do I say I don't have a dad? I'm pretty like, sure nicely. I had a weird, I had something like that where I was like, oh yeah, well like, are your I, par- think- I said, are your parents still together or something? And you were like, my dad's dead. <laughs> It's like it's like me with my last job. People were like, "Oh, what happened with Betches?" And I just go, "I got fired." Like I'm not trying to beat around the bush I know. here. It's like then people look at you and they're like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "No, like it happens." Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like I don't really know how to talk. He's about not coming it. back. It's okay. Like R.I.P. Mm-hmm. God bless. And you got a tattoo. <laughs> not for him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> for my grandpa. For your grandpa. Oh, Blake. Oh, That's like a cute. hot guy name. It's my middle name and my grandpa's middle name. I love that. Like anxiety, once I realized it was not part of me, it was just an issue that my brain had like right. gotten a bad pattern with. Yeah. I was able to detach and not identify with and then it like lost power. With your binge eating... I think that's like the first step that you've done where you detach from it and you're like, oh, this is a habit I have. That's not Alexandra. <laughs> Alexandra. It's not Alexandra. It's just a habit that I was doing to cope. And also the same with men. Like that's just a pattern. It sucks. But the men make me but happy. Also, but also, you first <laughs> of all, you fucking love men. Two, men like love you, but you have a ton of platonic male friends. Like hundred. hundreds of men who just want to be near you. All the time. Yeah. But I give off that vibe. I get off the, like, I'm not going to fuck you vibe, like, which is true. Because I'm very, I'm not picky, but I know what I like. And I'm sorry, but in our friend group, like, there's not one guy in that group that I would touch with a 10-foot pole. I've made out with a couple of the gays. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when Jeff comes for a kiss, I'm like, I'm going to vomit in I your mouth. I think Reed gave me strep throat. <laughs> We're laughing, but Reed it's... Reed is the best kiss you've ever had. Reed is the best kiss I've ever had. <laughs> Shout out to Reed. Was it worth the strep? Yes. <laughs> it was. And I do it again. Also, you are intimidating when you have a lot of guy friends around you. I think this year, I'm not even like looking at dudes. Like I ended things last year with someone and I have been like so virgin since. Oh my literally. God, you're so prude. And I am fine with it because I want to work on myself. I want to figure out like how to make myself feel better and be more confident in myself yeah. before I even like... I don't even like go on dates. Like I don't even want to talk to men unless they approach me at a bar and I look at them and I'm like, okay, I would jump him. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I can't focus on that right now. I love that because when you get to that good place, you're actually going to attract much higher quality also, people that are better for you. When I love a guy, like I'll choose him over everyone, and I really have to not do that. Like that was my biggest issue. Like I will lose all I my friends. I can't imagine you being like that because you are literally the mom of the group. If we lost you, we would all be lost. <laughs> imagine little ducklings. I just disappeared, and I was like, "Sorry, I can't go to the Christmas party. I'm going to my boyfriend's work party." No, no, no. I know, I know. it would be awful. And it's ironic because he wasn't choosing you first. No, never. Just so fucking annoying. But. This brings me back to I'm so convinced like life is patterns and your awakening is when you decide that you can break the pattern. 
whether it's your binge eating, whether it's like men that treat you like shit, whether it's anxiety thoughts, how you think about yourself. I know. Okay, let's play heaven or hell. Heaven or hell. Eating <laughs> breakfast food every single meal of the day. Hell. You don't like breakfast food? Not really. Like a quiche maybe, but like not like... A quiche? A quiche. <laughs> no, I don't really like breakfast, really. Oh, you're more into like... I'm into like sandwiches. Oh, yeah. It's like lunch. I could I could get with lunch. Okay, I love that. <laughs> Heaven or hell, being blonde? Hell. <laughs> you know I did that last year, right? I dyed my whole head blonde. No, I wasn't there. Oh, I need to show you images. It lasted 24 hours. I had a panic attack and dyed it back. That's another impulse move. See, I went blonde. You're so <laughs> I love how like your impulse moves either like change your career or ruin yourself for 24 hours. I went blonde because I cut my hair short before college and I like hate it. It wasn't like a cool short haircut. It was just like some barber shop in Brooklyn was like, yeah, we'll cut seven inches off. <laughs> and then I went to college and I went to the Aveda salon. Which with That's like, like the, the teachers, It's right? like the or students. The students. <laughs> and I was I like, I'm going blonde for 30 bucks. And the girl was like, I can't do this to your hair because I've never dyed my hair before. She's like, I'm not going to ruin your hair. And I was like, bitch, do it. It looked so bad. I looked like Gwen Stefani after a drug trip. <laughs> and I mean, I did that once at Aveda, but I had them do an ombre and there was like a straight line in the back of my head. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to look like this, but I paid 80 bucks. So like, wait, do you remember when ombre was like cool? Uh, you should. I invented the ombre in seventh grade. I'll show you an image. Oh, my God. Oh my you God. did. Oh, yeah. It was so cool. I believe you. Ohio was like cool. <laughs> Ohio was like where to be. <laughs> That's where all the trends start. Were you intimidated to come to New York? Because like. Ohio. I didn't even think about it. No, I honestly, I was an impulse move too. Actually, Ohio, I love people from Ohio. They all have good personalities. There's a lot of us here. There are. A lot. A lot of Ohio State fans. Yeesh. <laughs> Ugh. Um, I'm a Browns fan. Go Browns. Last time we saw each other, you said that you might move. Yeah, but that would be like an impulse decision too, so I can't really prep anyone for that. Okay, because it was kind of disturbing and I started to pull away from you. <laughs> I mean, I've been here for seven years. It's like, how long do you stay here until like you're not satisfied? You know what I mean? Which is a whole other conversation. Are you we satisfied? Um, I'd say like 50-50. I don't know. Do you think that you're ultimately going to be with a guy from the Midwest? I don't really want to. I don't really care who I'm with. <laughs> what kind of personality guy do you think you're going to be with? Because you're like loud like me. Um. Someone who's like quiet and can mesh with everyone, but tells me when like I need to go home, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that is literally what I need. I'm obsessed with quiet men. Yeah. I mean, my ex was an editor and he like was like, he's the behind cool, the scenes. He was the coolest guy, but like if I was wasted, he'd be like, look, we're going home. I'm like, okay, you're right. <laughs> well, because you can't have complete control over them. Because you don't want to be dating your own slave. Exactly. But I need a guy who I want to. I want to be the one that like gets him out of his shell. Where like around yeah. other people is like cool, confident. But then with me, I could get him to be silly, and then he could get me to shut up. Yeah, I mean that's exactly who I need in my life. So if you're out there, let me know. We need to like Call me. find two of the same guys and <laughs> double date and just like talk over them all the time. Um, our final heaven or hell question. Let me think. This is gonna be top of my head for you. Heaven or hell. Wait, let me think. <laughs> I want to think we're really going because the first one, two were shit. 
oh, heaven or hell, everyone says that they remind you of Khloe Kardashian. Because <laughs> legitimately, she is Khloe Kardashian. Okay, I'm going to tell you, heaven like three years ago, hell now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like your personality is similar to her in, in that like you're just like funny, you don't give a shit. And like you kind, you look like her a little and that you both have like nice lips. So why ha- before yes, now no? Because Chloe these days, like she has the same personality, but like her appearance is just so fake to me. Mm. I don't know. She's also like what a size like six, and she used to be a size twelve, and like it also looks like a painful six. Yeah, it, it yeah, looks like a like, real. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm all about plastic surgery. Make yourself look better. Whatever, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah, but like she was known as like the curvy, like funny girl, and she should have stayed that way. I don't know why she didn't. Also, when I say a painful six, it looks like she's not eating enough but then her ass is huge and it's not fitting the rest of her body i'm okay like i'm a little more have more pains on plastic surgery i just feel like people look best when they're like proportional with just be natural like there's a yeah. way to do plastic surgery. yeah there's natural. a there's a nuanced like my way. lips are fake as fuck and nobody would ever know no because your <laughs> lips maybe like weren't proportional and now you like made them exactly. more proportional i also think like get plastic surgery yeah to be more comfortable with yourself not to look like everyone else and i feel like she's trying to look like her sisters in a way She's also just, uh, she just looks crazy. But also on top of that, when you go on Instagram, it's like the plastic surgery plus the face tune. It's like, you might as well just Every like... photo that they post <laughs> has a filter on it. And I'm like, you guys... Their whole TV show has a filter. Like, why? The whole TV show. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> a pimple is okay to have. Like, yeah. I have like six right now. Like, I'm over it. I'm just over everyone trying to look the same. Like, if you look at a lot of these like 18-year-old Instagram girls... I don't know whose money they're getting to pay for all this plastic surgery. And can I have some? <laughs> but like beauty used to be like, you know, you'd see a girl and you're like, oh, she's pretty. And you like didn't even know people's faces could look that way. Now it's like I've seen you all over the place. It's sad. It's I know really they're filtering sad. the same way, but everyone wants those big eyes with a certain like brow lift, a tiny, tiny button nose and then abnormal <laughs> big lips. I mean, everyone's doing it. Which is the problem. And brands are only working with certain people who look like that, which is kind of kind of the reason why girls are doing it, because a lot of their money is coming from Instagram. So it's bad. It's yeah, it's bad on both ends. And there is money involved. And that's when like shit gets. It's like if you can edit your photo, it'll really look like that perfect angel from from Mm -hmm. Vogue. There was a really funny um, one of these accounts showed like what old school beauty would look like if it was nowadays. So they took like Marilyn oh, Monroe, Sophia Loren, and um, who's the girl from Breakfast at Tiffany's? I never seen. Oh my god! <laughs> who's the girl that like Paige looks like? Um, Olivia Colpo? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I have fucking Google. It's probably um, um. We're both gonna feel really fucking dumb after this. Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> That's who it is. Okay, Audrey Hepburn. Do you know who Audrey Hepburn is? Yeah, I know who okay, Audrey Hepburn is. So, like, they're all beautiful, but in their own way. Did they have a little nuanced plastic surgery? Yes. Do you think? Marilyn Monroe definitely did. She did? Yeah, they show a lot of before and afters, but she got, like, a touch on her nose and her lips. I personally think that, like, I don't. I was addicted to tennis. Oh, thank God I got to talk about it. <laughs> I was addicted. But, like, I've never touched cigarettes because I'm, like, afraid yeah. that I would just get hooked. 
I'm afraid that if I started plastic surgery, I would never I stop. Mean, honestly, like, why stop at, like, a little... No- like, you can always change yourself. And that just seems like a mindset that I don't want to ever get into. Especially if you have the money to do it. You can literally yeah. make yourself look like whatever you Instead want. Instead of getting the mindset of sculpting yourself so into something different. So as you different. can tell, I'm broke because I haven't paid for plastic <laughs> surgery to suck the fat out of my body. <laughs> and put it all in your ass. All in my... No, I have a fat ass, too. God, I put it all in your tits. In my tits. They'll be real, then. Just my own fat into my tits. I don't know. I you feel like it's all just like a terrible science experiment got wrong. Well, I hope I hope that Instagram taking away likes, if that does happen. Wait, I- tell me about this because I haven't. Well, I I've just been hearing about it that they're gonna take away likes, and then I think that the so brands would pay based on pure engagement. I guess so. Yeah. How like I don't I don't know. That's just the word on the street. They're saying so people stop comparing how many likes people are getting. I mean, it's bad. Like my you'll still compare comments. My boss's eight year old kids were like, "How many likes did my mom get on that photo of me?" What about my sister? What did she get on that? Like, it's bad. Eight years old. Are they doing it based on, like, mental health? Or are they doing it because of some, like, to get people to comment more? To get more engagement? I have no idea. I, I have no to idea. look into this. If to... anyone knows, comment. I have a new Facebook group, Burning in Hell Little Devils. Oh, I need to join. You have to join. Everyone will post about that and talk about it. Okay. Um, are you ready to play our final game? We have another game? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you be more excited about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm you, so excited. You sounded like, like I'm torturing you. Okay. Seven deadly sins. What are you greedy about? Does this make sense if I say Ubers and Via? That makes complete sense. If you don't follow Lexi on Instagram, <laughs> it's at Lexi underscore Stout. Did I make that up? It's not. It's at the Lexi Stout. Oh, at the. You are such a little douche to put a the. Someone else had Lexi Stout. What the fuck am I supposed to do? You could do an underscore. That's stupider. You sound like the real Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> If you put the real, I'd have to the have real, a talk Lexi with Stout. you. Oh my god, maybe I should change it. That's a great idea. <laughs> well, now it's ironic. We've, anyway, um, she has a great Insta story of all the shit that happens in Vias to her, and it's really iconic. I just love Via. Why do you like Via? Also, Via, you should sponsor this podcast. Why do you like <laughs> Via as opposed to Uber? Um, well, Via is like five to six dollars anywhere in the city, and but it's, it's pool. It's pool, but. You're only going around along that route. Like Uber and Lyft will, will take, take you, you around 14 circles yeah. before you get anywhere. And that one circle can be 10 minutes. So it's pretty fast. I don't. How do you deal with like strangers in the car? I It's in the morning. I'm literally like looking at my phone or listening to like music or picking my nose. Like I'm not. Do you think attention. you might meet like your soulmate in a via? I mean, probably not, but it's possible. <laughs> I never look up. Like, I don't even know what the faces look I like. I know. And if people. it's a van, I just, like, get in the way back and just, like, wait until it's my time to get out. Yeah. And it's I've... better than, like, taking the subway in 90 degree weather or if it's, like, negative 27 outside. Like, You're right. I recently saw a meme of, like, someone looking really adoringly at someone and then there's someone else looking at them and they were like $30 Uber versus the subway. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, Who are you envious of? I mean, maybe my grandma because she's forgot to eat lunch all the time. <laughs> That's true, because she's dead. <laughs> no, like, I this think got real I'm dark. really envious of um, like successful women entrepreneurs because I love Sarah Blakely who invented. Spanx. Oh yeah, she's a fucking she badass. Is 
I need to get her I on want this. to be. She is really who I want to well, be. Well, she was like a salesperson, right? Just on yeah. the grind. Thought of an idea, started working on on the side, and now she has a billion, billion, billion dollar billion company. company and has a family of like four kids and an amazing husband. Like goals right there. All the, all the energy I get from you is entrepreneurial. Like yeah. you're too good for any just like nine to five. Oh, I can't work a nine to five. And I know that you're already killing it at your job that you're like kind of running and it's not a nine to five, but like... When are you gonna? When are you? <laughs> when am I gonna? When are you gonna start? Because no, but like you're, you're at, you're in New York City. You're in the place you're supposed to Very be. Very soon, Hannah. There's some things in in post production. Oh, that's really exciting. Was, um, but there's like a couple things. Like it's not just one. It's like multiple. So we'll see what happens first. You guys, go to at the Lexi Stone. That <laughs> just stay Lexi posted. Stout. Um, what are you gluttonous about besides chicken fried rice? Wait, before we. Where do you get the Chinese food? Like, if I were to want some, what's your favorite place to order in the city? Takeout. You're in like Midtown, so I'm literally in Chelsea, but close. Okay, Chelsea. I'm sorry for offending you. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's like you're like uh, don't ever I'm fucking like, say I'm I'm Chelsea. Like... At least makes me a little bit richer. Okay. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't even know what it's called. It's just like the recommended. There's on Royal Siam. That's really good curry. Mm. Um, do you like Thai curry? Yeah, it's Thai curry. Do you know what I love about Thai food? They're really lazy at naming their restaurants. They're always like Thai-ish or like <laughs> Thai, Thai one, Thai one, Thai food, <laughs> the Thai food, they're too, the they're, real Thai food. <laughs> they're too. Just look. Next time you see a Thai restaurant, they're gonna have Thai in it, and it's gonna be a lame pun. This is this is what I observe. Um, but what are you gluttonous about? I mean, well, obviously Royal Siam or mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm obsessed with Instagram right now. Why? And it's sick. It makes me why Ill. right now versus like a couple months ago. Um, I think I'm trying to build some stuff, build some stuff, and get ideas from other people mm-hmm. and kind of morph them all together. So you get into like wormholes. So I get into wormholes, and then I get into like I just started like creating boards and saving things into mm-hmm. different ideas. Mm-hmm. So like, I have like one that's like podcast. I have mm-hmm. one that's like job. I have mm-hmm. one that's like post this sometime soon Mm -hmm. like a million different things so i'll sit and i'll just like look at all these people that i didn't even know these people existed Mm -hmm. like i'm on some girl who's on some reality show in england's post (laughs) or her ex-boyfriend's cousin exactly (laughs) and i'm like why did i just spend 15 minutes doing that i love trying to like i literally end up at the most random people's like they have like 400 followers and i'm like trying to figure out their life i'm like well when did she break up with him because she hasn't posted like in the well, last exactly. three then I weeks, scroll through him. and be like, "Oh, well, they were dating in 2016, <laughs> but then they got engaged in 2017. But then when did they break up in 18?" I love these stalking fests because they're not even to like learn about your ex's, you know, girlfriend. It's like just random people that I'm fascinated with their life is like. I mean, there's. I'm also fascinated. I just um, started going to a lot of Broadway shows, and I'm obsessed with this girl, Shoshana Bean, who I just started following like three weeks ago. Wait, I feel like I know that person. Oh, if you know her, she's remarkable. Her voice is like an angel. What does she sing? Um, she doesn't. She, oh, she doesn't have like she's a hit. In musicals, but she doesn't. <laughs> no, she doesn't have like a hit album. She has an album called Spectrum, but she's the star in Waitress right now. Oh, cool. Well, maybe not when this comes out, but she was the star in Waitress. You were a singer. Yeah. Why'd you quit? Because I knew I had like no future in it. <laughs> when did you quit? In college. So I sang like from how do you like know, fourth grade. How do you know you had no future? Um, I'm just really like not that good. Mm. You know when you're just like not that and good. And you weren't at like that into it? Um, at that point I was like people in choir and musicals are fucking annoying. 
Mm. Like, I don't really like the people that come with it. It's funny. That was like tennis. Like, all like... <laughs> it, it was a lot of like highbrow, like rich... Right. And there's an, always a competition. And it's like at some point you just kind of like... Yeah. And at least in tennis, I could like... If I hated a girl, like I could beat her ass. Where, exactly. Like, you had to just like sing next to her and I get know. judged and subjectively. I mean, I, I do love singing, but we'll see. I think I you ever... should bring it back. Maybe I should. Maybe okay. that's one of my new projects. We got a little off track. Yeah, I mean, add that to the list. <laughs> the new EP, drop us soon. Get that r- 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 remix. Okay, when was the last time you experienced extreme wrath? I've actually never seen you like mad. I've seen you annoyed. Seen I you, like, don't. Mad. I don't get mad. You really. like you'll get annoyed and like bitchy, but I've never seen you like lose your cool. I'm more of like a passive kind of. Bitchy. Yeah, you are, which like, is I'm actually like, the worst. Just don't talk to me because I don't want to. You could this. make someone feel like. Oh, it's. Shit. I feel really bad because I just told someone this the other day. I said, you know, when I'm in a bad mood, everyone around me is in a bad mood, <laughs> You're so and true. it's so bad. And my new roommate is who I told it to, and she's like now probably terrified of me. But I was like, no, if, you, I'm, if I'm pissed, you know. It's like. And you're pissed too. It's like happy wife, happy life. Like you're the mom of the group. I know. When you're not happy, we're all just like have our tails between our legs. And we're like, did we do something it's wrong? It's like it's a blessing and a curse. Well, because you so, can light up. That's what happens. You could light a room. You could dim a room. I know. Um, I, I, I really don't get mad. I don't know. I. No, it's my, okay. Like my dog shit on my rug this morning and I was about to kill her. But like I didn't because she's my dog. So I didn't. I don't get mad. Why'd she do it? I don't for attention. Who knows? That's just, what I do for attention too. Just shit on rugs. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah, not again. Did you not text her back? <gasps> oh, go ahead. When was I the... thought of something, but it's what? not good. No, what? it's not good. What? It's not good. What? I just a stupid girl. Did you shit on a rug last no. time? You, you got too drunk and you shit on a rug. No. Are you shitting right now? No. Go ahead. Fine. When was the last time you were a sloth? Besides all weekend when we canceled on I know, each other, I was say, we literally were texting each other every six hours, missing the time we're supposed to hang out. Going, sorry, I was napping. What's up? And then six hours later, I go, sorry, sorry I, was I was napping. napping. What's up? And then six hours later, sorry, I was napping. What's up? Um, a f- real actual sloth yeah. is probably gonna come next week when I'm home. You I, like what? You like binging on Netflix, don't you? Yeah, but I don't even watch Netflix anymore. I'm just constantly on my phone. I just turn it yeah. on, press play, and I'm looking at my phone. I don't yeah. even know why the TV's on. I get mad because I. I, I, I miss things and I rewind it and then I look at my phone and I have to rewind it again. It's like stupid. It's so stupid. And and I at least feel productive after I like finish watching something. But if you've been on your phone for 30 minutes, which could go by in a second, you still don't really feel like you've done anything. Unless if I've gone through my DMs, then I feel productive. Um, no, but I was a sloth this weekend for sure. That's probably the last time because I haven't been in the city the last And it's a weekend, time. so you don't feel that bad about it. And it was raining. Like, well, rain. That's not our fault. But I didn't order any food, which was like bizarre. Like I haven't. Do you eaten. cook? Yeah, cool. I like to cook. You don't have to brag. Um, I'm a chef. <laughs> when, when was the last time you let your pride get in the way of something? I feel like you're pretty prideful. You're like me. Um, get in the way. Yeah, it happens to me at work a lot because because you're kind of the boss. I am the boss, and like my little minions love me, mm-hmm. but like sometimes I can be kind of an asshole, but. I think it's kind of good to be an asshole sometimes so that they know that I'm the boss and I'm not the friend. Honestly, that's I wish someone told me that when it came to babysitting because like <laughs> the kids like I'll be like I'll be the cool babysitter and then they will they turn on adva- me exactly. and they'll take advantage of me. And next thing you know, I'm getting attacked in a corner with like 
I'm, it was I, a, I used to get locked out when I was a babysitter because I was so nice. But And they like were like, it's so funny. I'm like, no, I'm going to fucking kill you guys. I literally have let kids watch the most inappropriate shit on TV just because I wanted to watch it too. I was like, yeah, I haven't caught up on this episode. Don't tell your mom. And next thing you know, I'm... <laughs> it's next like, you know, it's 2 a.m. It's like an episode of like real world. Yeah, they're like wrapping my head with toilet paper and I'm like yelling and screaming. <laughs> Uh, it's like when I would teach tennis at one point, all the kids would you take the tennis. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I used to play tennis. <laughs> I was really good. And the kids would take the tennis balls and hit me with them. And I'd try to hit them back. Cause I'm like, if you're going to hit me, I'll hit you back. And then the parents <laughs> would come and we're all just trying to hit each other with tennis balls. And they're like, is this what we're paying you? <laughs> and I'm like, tennis is violent at times. It can be. When was the last time you lusted over somebody? Tell the truth. I can't. Oh, my God. You have to. <laughs> no, it wasn't that long ago, but then it, it went up really quickly and then went down even quicker. Oh, so you had like a moment? I had like a moment with someone. Yeah. Do I know him? Yeah. <gasps> Is it Carl? No, I'm really, I'm not saying his name. I'm literally, <laughs> I swear, on my Wait, grandmother's dead body. What's the deal with you and Carl? Because Carl, Carl love loves you. We have like a Have you ever made out? No. Have you ever almost fucked? No absolutely not he's weird because he's so sexual but then he has such like a he's not that sexual he acts like he's you're sexual. right that's he's what not. it is because i'm like if you're that like sexual how have me and carl not made out no yeah he's not he's not at all no carl and i just we talk about like our our demons often and we just like have a weird like relationship you guys are really cute yeah we love he loves other. you it's kind of annoying i'm like okay i get to love <laughs> um so to wrap this up you were amazing i knew you'd be amazing I feel like you talked about a lot of really important things and um, our friendship being the most important. Um, <laughs> what do you do to ultimately cope with your hell when you're in those dark places? What advice would you give to the listeners? I would like pinpoint the issue and really like take it on and be like, what can I do to fix this? So don't see it as like this huge, crazy, Don't see dark it as like place. a stop sign. Like this is going to end your life if you're going to binge eat for the rest of your life. Like, no, it's not. Like literally look at it like a game and be like this one thing. Like it's canceled. Like <laughs> game over. Like mm -hmm. kill it. It's mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the only way you can do it. It's the only way. Do you feel like you have more hope now that you've decided that like you see what the problem is and that it's not just this spiral of like out of control yeah, it's just taking action and, like, actually getting it done. But it took you a long time. Oh, literally years. Why so long? Because I didn't even know it was happening. Why not? Because I didn't want to know it was happening. Why not? Because I didn't want it to end. Because you kind of <laughs> liked it. Why not? Why didn't you want Are to you end? Are you done? No, why didn't you want to end? <laughs> I don't know, because I don't like... I don't like feeling, like, out of control. I don't like... Change. not knowing exactly and forcing yourself to change because exactly. you're a little stubborn bitch oh yeah stubborn as hell so that's why sometimes it takes hitting rock bottom to make a change because it's hard to just like consciously when you're kind of doing okay make it a, a big change yeah so hit rock bottom people don't be afraid that's all you gotta do is <laughs> hit the bottom <laughs> but no you're so inspirational you're so open about your story thanks hannah um follow her on instagram at the lexi stout she's great and also, she has a lot of fun projects coming up. In addition to that, comment. I mean, what, what do you do? Rate, review, subscribe. subscribe. Thank you. I don't know what podcasts are. <laughs> to Burning in Hell. Also, join the Burning in Hell Little Devils because I love all of you. And I think we're starting to make a pretty cool com community. Everyone who, community. Community. <laughs> Everyone who joins puts their own seven deadly sins. And I'm loving reading them. 
And I will talk to you guys another time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>